So in terms of diagnosing myself, <laughs> uh, not that I care, but I think it would be interesting to talk about anyway. Um, because I have been through like the psych system and all that shit. So I kind of understand how it looks from the inside as a patient, but I was never really diagnosed with anything. Um, I think I had like some mild depression at some point during my teens, which is like pretty average, especially for teens in the age bracket I was in at that time. I was like probably 15, 16, uh, <clears throat> Yeah, like 15, 16, so. Yeah, that's normal for, I, I'd say, a kid to go through depression at that age. It's average. Very, very few kids have themselves figured out at that age. Anyhow, like, it's like a struggle point, especially, like, during, I don't know, say, the 80s and 90s. It was rough to be a teen back then. Now the sort of problem age has moved up for like adults, like in my age, like from 18 to 24, which I'm moving up on. And I definitely had my like trouble age around this time. Um, but in terms of diagnosing myself, uh, at some point I had some mild depression. They, they were never really able to like peg me down as anything. Now I think if I went through the psych system again as an adult, um, I think it would be a different story. I think that uh, I think I'd probably be I'd probably be um, pinned down with a few things. Not that it not that it really like matters in a sense of it's not problematic. And so that then it can't really classify as a disorder, but um I would say during during doing my own research and experiencing my own personality from the inside, I didn't belong in the psych system, but I could relate to people in that system and why they were there. I could relate to that kind of struggle of feeling mentally atypical. Having a different neurotype. So, yeah, neuroatypical. I can understand that. So, in turn, I would say then. Not having been classically diagnosed with any disorders, I'm not going to try to diagnose it myself because I think that that's also unwise. You would have to really get get professional sort of out outer perspective help to um, to really understand. I was I would think, especially if you think you have a mental disorder, you shouldn't try to diagnose that yourself. You should get that professionally done. Nonetheless, um, 
I would say then the disorders that I could relate most to, and perhaps this is how mental health might be approached in the future, is I could relate most to classical narcissism, classical covert narcissism, along with a kind of like radical uh, sort of Eastern and even Southern uh, uh, South American philosophical perspective, where it's like... Uh, There's like a there's like a radical hippie. It's like the the merging of that sort of almost tyrannical. I'm not going to say tyrannical, but perceived as tyrannical capitalistic perspective mixed with uh mixed with this sort of raging 60s psychedelica culture, the the what the the bleedings of that. The the outer edge <clears throat> the outer edges of it i would say that the children of the wild childs or the spiritual successors of them are the like the new age um the new age compatriots let's call them whatever <laughs> um And I think that that's definitely somewhere within our generation. You hear it in the Eckhart Tolle's and you hear it in the um, you hear it in shit. <laughs> I don't I don't want to just rattle off a list of names. I think that you can kind of do that and, and go down that rabbit hole on your own um if you're familiar with Eckhart Tolle or even even in the transitional phase I wouldn't say transitional um because Ram Dass is still alive but Ram Dass would be a good example of someone who sort of not was the outcropping of that um psychedelica perspective culture but sort of the the patron saint of it he sort of started the whole thing, going from Richard Albert to Ram Dass, completely shifting his identity into something beyond. And coming from a very, very, you know, what would you call it? Upwardly mobile Jewish, uh, classical Jewish perspective, coming from that and that ascendant type perspective to... The, oh no, everything is free, oneness perspective. Sort of a release, sort of a death of that need to have the ego satisfied. And then it's like, what I'm trying to say is that my own diagnosis would probably be somewhere along the lines of a, a return back to that capitalistic perspective, but with the additional perspective, like perspective, whatever, the additional subconscious recognition of the giants on whose shoulders today's thinkers will stand upon. The Ram Dasses, the Eckhart Tolles, the Adya Shantis, the Mujis, the... I can, I, I'm not going to do this. <laughs> it's not that important. Um, 
But those thinkers or unthinkers or non-thinkers. Shout out Fred Davis. <laughs> um, those undoers of your illusion. The enders of your world. Those people who unthink rather than teach you to think better. Because you already think too damn much. Those unthinkers who pull you away from that and, and remind you of something. That's never lost, but can be enjoyed fully. At the cessation of the need to think, to tell yourself a story. Can happen at any time. So this is how I perceive my own mental health and condition is sort of viewing and investigating very deeply and very closely and very personally certain disorders and gleaning what I can from them and not necessarily incorporating them into my own psyche. Like there's a barrier. I didn't set that there. It was just sort of put there instantiated by my upbringing, perhaps um, just instantiated by my own instinct, even to not need uh to dive down the rabbit hole. What's the point? You're still here. Anyhow. And the story can resume whenever you like it to. You can play in that world and be that character anytime you like. But you can also set it down. And then be in no time. Be nowhere. Have no direction. No purpose. No need. No thirst. Just here. Just this.
And then it comes gratitude. 